Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided tour through the junk drawer of John's brain. Hi, John. Hi, Betcha. How are you? I'm great. I'm, I'm so glad that making that face at you makes <laughs> makes you do that. It's true. Uh, yeah. How's, how's your How's your life? My life is good. I I came to this realization the other day that uh, I think that we should unannounced, I think we should start an episode as if maybe we were the hosts of a drive-time radio show in the morning. Like, welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway! It's drive-time with John and Betcha! You know, I mean, let's... I, I think that it would be a departure. Yeah. But I but feel can... like, you know, what, we should try it on sometime. Maybe. Yeah, we can get our little classic rock music beds and this is yes this is true the, get real wacky the, that's the, that's the one problem is that we would have to come up with with terrible radio host names for you and me and I don't I don't mm. even mean like idea factory giveaway with the babe and crazy Johnny the ladies are always the babe because there's only ever one of there's them. only ever one of yeah. them no it's true yeah the babe I, I don't know I could go with that the, uh, yeah. I mean listen especially if I can do the voices yes yeah. oh yeah yeah you do the voices caller number nine you're on the air meow meow I, I, yeah. I don't know why I keep making that noise. <laughs> I, I'm the only dolphin good. sound effect. Yeah, and I'm, I'm only good for the uh, the reggaeton air horn, but uh, I feel like it's a really good sound effect. So yeah. I'm just going to, maybe I might just incorporate that into episodes going forward. What if that happens? No. Our guest is shaking his head no. And then I'm also shaking yeah. my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a terrible idea you've had. It's Thanks. true. I have. But, but I maybe have. we can, we can do that for, uh. April Fools, or I, something. I think that we could and special I, occasion. Yeah, that that to me seems like a special enough occasion. April Fools, why not? I mean, obviously everybody listening to this episode knows that it's coming, Shit. but that's fine. I think that by the time April rolls around, they will have forgotten. Yeah, brilliant. Little goldfish swimming around, listen to their podcast. They won't remember it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, is it time? I think it might be time. Let's let's introduce guest. our guest. Hi, I'm Ben. Yes. Uh, I've been on before. That's Welcome true. Back. Second appearance. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, my credentials as last time are that I I know you both for a while. Really, no other credentials uh, except that I can't shut up. They're uh, great credentials, though. Yeah, I mean, like, those are legit. And yeah. my anti-credential is that I'm super critical. That's this is also true. But you yeah. know what? I mean, that's that's what idea factory giveaway means. Yeah, yeah. destroying is, ideas. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. We we tear them apart and rebuild them stronger. So let's get into this. I think it's Muscle time. <laughs> For those of you who uh, are new to the show, uh, the whole concept, basically, is just that I've been writing down every stray idea that I've had for the last decade or so, and I've accumulated hundreds of them, and I've not done anything with them. So, it's time. It's time to throw that vault open and uh, walk our friends. Actually, our friends will walk us through the vault uh, and just see what uh, strikes their fancy. Then we get to talk about them, and if there's anything in there that you think you might like to do for yourself, I say do it, just to give me credit. I'll take the cut. Yes. Then it's like you're still giving away the ideas. That's true. Yes, yes. I would get the cut. Uh, sorry, I will get credit. <laughs> Besha gets uh, gets a cut of the monetary proceedings. 
She's the, it's a finder's fate. Betcha yes. has helped unlock all these ideas for your value and make benefit. Exactly. And at 3 to 5% of nothing is still, uh, so you know, not losing any money. Exactly. Carry the nothing, <laughs> as Jane said. Uh, so the first idea here, um, I like a lot. Why mm. is why is the traffic shitty dot com? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how it would be implemented because you would mainly want to do it. Uh, you'd mainly want to access it while you were driving, right? Um, but it would be something that you could um, you could go to that basically, yeah, it's just an explanation for why traffic is shitty wherever it is you are. Um, and I don't, I, yeah, I'm not sure how to implement it, uh, but basically, like, you could, it, you, you, I guess you open it on your mobile device, uh, which knows where you are, and, um, you know, it just, it sends that request to the server, and it just comes back with a big text, just like, you know. It would be really challenging. It would require news gathering of yes. some kind. Yes, um, uh, I think it's a fantastic idea. I have frequently wondered it myself. Yes. Um, and it might be like an existential answer. It might be like, well, the traffic is shitty because your city is constructed badly. Yes. But I still want to hear it. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. Twitter sometimes serves this purpose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why are all the sirens happening downtown? Yes. But I also think this could be some sort of Waze feature, which... That's, I've never personally used, but I've been um, in lifts. Well, Waze will it. definitely tell you, like, there's an accident. Uh-huh. But that's right. actually not what you're talking about. What right. you're looking at is, like, there was a concert or there's a ball game. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, the president is in town. Exactly. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I have frequently wondered um, uh, if it would be possible to make traffic predictions. Hmm. I'm sure that the existing route-finding services are already doing traffic predictions, like, they know that at five o'clock on a weekday there's going to be a bunch of traffic, but I, I wanted someone to do like weather prediction for traffic. So like they put together that plus the ball game schedule plus like co- conferences plus street closure information, all that stuff together, and just like this is a big tourist weekend. Yeah, all that stuff like into weather prediction, and I realized that that would be some serious artificial intelligence on the order of predicting the actual weather would be really challenging. It's true, but but it does seem like there should be something like that where it's just sort of like, hey, this weekend is Beta Breakers. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, yeah, it's Dreamforce this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it does seem like that information is readily th- available for harvesting, but you would have to, mm-hmm. yeah, like the, the actual act of that harvesting needs to be, you know, maybe just you just get one person and uh, give them a bunch of Adderall and... <laughs> You know, like maybe. I feel like maybe that's the just, answer to a lot of these ideas. That's probably true, actually. That's yeah, that does seem likely. Um, One dude with a bunch of Adderall. I love talking about Star Trek and your Star Trek ideas, but I'm one of the least qualified guests for Star Trek, <laughs> given that most of the people you know are. I I seem to recall you gave Trekkies. a pretty good answer. Yeah, I did know like Star the disruptor Trek thing that they don't phase me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you should just go ahead and okay, let's, okay. let's yeah. What's what, um, what's up? What would you have, like to discuss? I have, like I mean, I've watched a lot of Star Trek. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, I've never owned a Star Trek costume. Um, I love this one. Yes, laser tag. Yes. <laughs> okay. So laser tag obviously exists, right? Like there are places you can go where you can play laser tag, and it's a thing. Um, I feel like there should be a Star Trek themed one where they give you like a, a uniform and they give you a phaser, and you just get to run around and shoot people with a phaser. Such so. a natural fit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the only limitations there are like, can you actually fit 
the technology required for a laser tag gun into the form yeah, factor. Let's high say end, a type high two end laser guns are like laser tag guns. Right. Are bulky, much bulkier. <laughs> well, that's easy. You just make it look like the the phaser. Oh, rifles. the phaser rifles. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So yeah. easy. That's the yeah. perfect form factor. That's actually that's a good point. Yeah. You know what? I mean, so somebody out there should do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, who. there just needs to be a collaboration between the high end laser tag company and. Uh, you know, whoever owns Star Trek right now, um, that's I'll point true. out that apparently licensing that shit can be kind obviously of the laser tag company is interested. <laughs> so it's really just a matter of money, and apparently maybe there's not enough. Uh, I mean, it's the kind of thing that you could set up uh, at a Star Trek convention. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if you just yeah. rent one of the, like, rooms, you set up an inflatable, yeah. a bunch of inflatable barriers. Like, I think it'd be an easy moneymaker. It would. I mean, it would, there are significant costs at the start of it, right? When I, when I saw this here, I thought you were about to describe Ender's Game. Right? <laughs> because that's phaser tag. Yeah. Yes, that's true. It is. It is. <laughs> The, the the enemy's gate is down. They're, yeah, they're yeah, floating yeah. around. But then, then you would you would need you would need a you would need a zero gravity environment. You would no need... no no. That's I'm, I thought you were saying like in Star Trek they oh. should play tag with phasers. They should, oh. and that's Ender's game. Oh, that they is. really should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, Terrestrial phaser tag, however, right. not are, done yet. There are at least two instances in the show where you see people on the holodeck. Uh, or even, I think there's actually, I think the Enterprise D actually just has a phaser range where you you see yeah. people like shooting stuff, but like, but never do each they other. Do, do they do human testing? Yeah, uh, right. these are all good questions. <laughs> um, oh, here's a good one: scented tattoos. Nope. Yes. Nope. No. Well, I was going to point out that tattoos are already scented. I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> fresh. No, I mean that they smell like people. Well, good point. Yeah, but the, I mean, oh, but when they're fresh, they smell like ink and lymph. Yeah, it's so oh. delicious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, what if what if it were possible to have a tattoo that scratch and sniff? Yeah, a scratch yeah. and sniff tattoo. Um, I mean, I don't know exactly how one would implement such a thing, but I feel like somebody should uh, should look into it. Well, it would. Be guaranteed to run out, right? Yeah, also guaranteed to inflame. break down in weird yeah, ways, inflame, yeah. and set up your allergies. But yeah, I mean, who, who knows? For the well, I, wouldn't, to I wouldn't recommend like... getting a strawberry scented tattoo if you're allergic to strawberries. Fair. Right. Just going to throw that out there. Um, I wonder if we could. I, want, I wonder if you could replace. Cologne entirely with scented tattoos. It, I don't yeah. think that that's a good idea. I just feel like <laughs> I, I have met some dudes impossible. who would be perfectly happy to tattoo themselves with Axe rather than having to put it on every day. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've come across a great fucking idea. <laughs> and oh! I want to know, like, is the only reason that I've never heard of this because I'm a dude and these totally exist. Yeah. Utility bra. That's a good question. I have no idea. No. Fashion, have you ever... I, I have never seen one, although I will say that I keep a variety of things in my bra yeah, most lots of the of people time. Do. Yeah. M- many do, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, that, uh, because the patriarchy doesn't let us have pockets. But... Right. And, like, uh, my be- yeah, that's, that's certainly part of it. 
I'll never like my best friend in high school would ha- keep her pager between mm-hmm. her tits. It was just the perfect, convenient place for her. Exactly Easy to check the time. Yeah. Um, but like, we're talking. About, there are so many different directions you could go with this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like, it's yeah. basically it is already a holster. It's true for your tits. It's true. Why right? not make it also a holster for, for other things? A handgun or a phone, <laughs> right? Or a weapon, something yeah. that you would that you could sort of keep under the what I would what I what I in my mind conceive of as the boob shelf. Yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, so, so yeah. So, so a few right concerns now, like, with this. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, please. Line of clothing, yeah. obviously. We, let's, That's... We're done with the pure hypothesizing. So, please, so line of clothing is going to be a problem depending mm-hmm. on where you're putting things. Right. Um, sweatiness. Honestly, Clearly, like, oh, if you're putting stuff under the shelf, that could get... But that's, the, yeah. really... but that's the problem with a bra, using it for utility. So the utility bra, the solution, is it's not putting it against your tits. Instead, you put the thing on the outside... Well, yeah, but but you can't put it out here. You can't put it under the arms, because mm-hmm. then you won't be able to close your arms. No, yeah, so right, it's got to right. go on the top, or it's right. got to go on the bottom. Well, on the bottom, is definitely going to gonna get sweaty. On the mm-hmm. top, could have other problems, but actually, that might be the that might be the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like or like, don't look, don't fucking look at my phone holster. Yeah, something right. eyes yeah. up here, buddy. Maybe something that goes kind of like right in yeah. that sort of. In yeah, the maybe cleave. we're not, we're not talking about something that like is going to be totally stealth. We're talking no, about something clearly. that's like instead of uh, of just tool, sort of, instead of a tool belt. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. It's a utility bra. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, yeah. You put this on when you want to like go to a construction site. Right, or yeah. or if you have to go to a concert or something, you don't want to bring a yeah. a, a, a purse, you know. Like, yeah, it's it's just it's there. It's got pockets somewhere on it. It's like into which things can be inserted. I feel like you're probably going to want to end up putting things on the top in front because if you try to put them on the bottom, a sweaty uh-huh. and b. Um, that is putting strain on the bra in a way that it's not built to take. And mm-hmm. even if you did build it to take it, mm-hmm. then it would probably be a really uncomfortable bra. Ah. I've spent a lot of time thinking about mm-hmm. the the building of bras lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess it would have to be like like central. I feel like like obviously it, you you would stand out as like an irritating burner type immediately. Well, yeah, um, like trying to be steampunky, but I don't feel like it's actually going to inherently look worse than the fanny packs. No, definitely not. Do, so. And I, you know, and it may not. It, it may very well have been done in in isolated burner situations, including right. Burning Man, mm-hmm. because people aren't going to wear real shirts anyway. So right. why not? So a pouch. But that's, that's a, a so that's a good point. Like, yeah. the burner would be the perfect. Well, I hypothesize as a non-burner. Uh, that would be a good uh, place for it. And yeah. if aesthetics were a concern, right? I mean, like you, you could have a bra. I mean. You could you could throw a bunch of stuff into the front, mm-hmm. and then also have a padded <clears throat> layer on the outside of that. That <laughs> may, so I mean like oh it, yeah, padded it, bra. It, it, oh, yeah, it would appear self. Yeah. So I, I mean, this I idea I've that. heard of before, which is a padded bra where the pads are um, a booze flask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, this this idea is, is for not booze, but other stuff. Yeah. So I feel like um, th- I thought this was a brilliant idea before we exposed it to the cold light of an actual bra owner's opinion. Perhaps it's less of a brilliant idea. I, you know, and I think it would depend on the person. Uh-huh. I think that people who need less support from their bras mm-hmm. can count on their bras to hold more other to stuff. hold more other stuff mm-hmm. uh, as it is it's a very t- delicate tension right. of fabric yeah. and elastic mm. and hooks if and you're things. already carrying 15 pounds up there 
you don't want to add any weight. Five, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Boobs can weigh that much? Well, if the human head only weighs eight pounds... Does it really only weigh eight pounds? That's got to be bullshit. That's probably bullshit. Maybe yeah, that kid's head weighed eight pounds. I feel like my head weighs a lot more than eight pounds. Yeah. Um, moving on. Certainly, certainly. Um, weapons that simulate pain. Here's where Ben is critical. Yes. That is a real weapon. <laughs> Simulated pain is, is pain. pain. Okay, yes, that's true. I think, honestly, what that, what that, uh, what that idea should yeah. say is weapons that simulate damage. So I, I have oh. a gun with a dial on it that says something like, you know, blowing off a limb. It, this is taking us back to the uh, to the episode with Arlen and the Gomjabar on the pain box. Uh, yes, although the, no, well that we 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 segued into the into the military agonizer technology from that, uh-huh. um, but we didn't actually get into it. Um, and this this doesn't rely on that actually. Um, this is I think this is something that actually you would have to aim at somebody's head mm-hmm. um, or it, at their and spine. Like, and the idea is like it sprays paint that makes it look like they've lost something. No 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 no. It it just simulates the sensation of like so I I get to program the gun ahead of time. Oh, so, so, so it's like, like it feels like it you feels lost like your arm, yeah yeah like but that. in fact no damage yeah. has occurred. Or like. Or like you know, like uh, carbon steel spike through your eye, right? And like I shoot you with it, and it feels like that's what's going on, even though nothing is actually happening mm-hmm, to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm not going to say it's the most moral weapon of all. No, time. I mean there are all kinds of heinous, non-lethal weapons. Yes. that they've cooked up that are totally horrifying. But you know, I mean, like I I just want to know what that what does a society that has this kind of weaponry look like? Well, I mean, you saw it during. Uh, the um, which uh, which I forget which campaign it was, which presidential campaign it was, where they actually aimed like the uh, the heat ray thing at people. They actually used it. Oh yeah, yeah, they used that in the U.S. where it, it like feels like it's burning. Right. It's yeah. it's microwave based. I think it, it sets up. Yeah, a layer whatever of, it is, and yeah. it, and it doesn't penetrate beyond a certain depth of your skin. Hopefully. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah. it doesn't, um, and I find it. You know, of course, I'd like to see some long-term studies. Yeah, like, and they don't care to show us some yeah. long-term studies. There's no reason to. Well, because I think, think that, that I, I thought because they, I, I thought the reason why they haven't shown us any long-term studies is because they stopped testing because they couldn't. Get they were like they couldn't get anybody to do the testing. Maybe I'm it. wrong about which non-lethal thing that they actually started deploying, but I could swear that that's. I I believe that they were going to, but then they didn't for some reason. Because I mean, it, to me, it seems like a the only problem with that because I think they were using it as an area denial weapon, right? Where sort of like if I if I shoot you with no, this, it's thing, like they're telling the people yeah, to disperse, it, and yeah. they didn't disperse, right? So it's area denial is sort of like. Maybe if you set it up ahead of time. Yes. Or, or here's the, because the problem is that the beam is invisible, right? right? So if, if I'm, I'm, like, walking along and then I wander into an area, suddenly my skin feels like I was on fire. Right. Well, you set up signs. But still, mm. uh, um, the, the premise of it is that in our society, yes. the only reason that they actually use it is to prevent people from exercising their... Actual right to inalienable rights, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so our government can't be trusted with it. Indeed. Um, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> took that to a dark. No, no, that's okay. Active <laughs> denial system. Ah, uh, yes. A dish that projects electromagnetic radiation just powerful enough to penetrate human skin. Yep. And make the nervous system think the victim is on fire, yep. although no physical damage is done. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there it is on a Humvee in Afghanistan. 
cool. Huh. Oh, maybe it's only been. It was deployed in Afghanistan, Afghanistan uh, but was withdrawn without seeing combat. Interesting. I know they've used that on on protesters. I know I'm, it. I would not be surprised. Indeed, in the least. Um. <laughs> wow. Here's a good one. This is uh, so you've. I, I just hone in on the booze. Oh, good news. Yes. Uh, reflective materials such as aluminum cooking foil should reflect this radiation and could be used to make clothing that would be protective against this radiation. <laughs> so well, you just need an yeah. entire <laughs> aluminum suit. Or you know, Beta Brand. Their clothing actually has a purpose. Oh. Um, <laughs> at last. At last. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I, I just, like, can't help honing in on the booze. This is miscategorized yeah. as a product rather than booze. Well, you know what? I mean, but it is it a is, product. It's, it's, it's just yeah. booze. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to still recategorize it. <laughs> you before. know what? You go right ahead. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but the, <laughs> the, the idea itself is shots in cans. Yes. And so what we're talking about is a t- teeny tiny can. Uh, Isn't that what nip bottles much. are? But he wants it in the can. Okay. In, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean little little cans. A nip bottle and a can. Tiny cans. The difference tiny is the cans. cans. Yeah. Well Dog they make cans. they make tiny cans like uh, like for like for Frappuccino or some shit, you know what I mean? Like oh. True, although then that's yeah, that's that, a bit more be like than a four shot. shots. Well yeah, yeah, I mean obviously they have to be smaller cans than that, but 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 the point is that you know, like they make small cans. It's true. There's I've seen like mini soda cans. Mm-hmm. Or to, yeah, or those cans. So, like, the downside to that. Yes. Critical, of course, is uh, uh, nip, waste. Nip bottle. Well, yeah, of course, the waste. Well, nip bottles are less recyclable, right? That's true. Because they're Aluminum all made out of plastic. Yeah, um, but the um, uh, nip bottles streamline shape. If your goal is to get every, like, you're an alcoholic, mm. you want that booze, mm. get every drop, super easy to do. Mm. Personally, sort of funnel shaped. When I'm drinking from a can, mm. it's kind of hard to get that last drop out. Oh. And if you needed that last drop out, you could sit there. Shaking that little thing. <sighs> That's true. So, you know, it might not be the effective, most effective way to get booze in you. The can would need to be somewhat redesigned, I think. Yes. Yeah. So also, first we redesign the can, and then, then we, make we it, put yeah. shots in it. So the idea, the idea here is better cans. Better cans. Um, That's uh, actually not a bad, not a bad idea. idea. No. Good job, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Let us discuss a story. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, this, this idea's <clears throat> title is Dwarf Culture of Cocaine Mountain. Okay, I was on a road with trip. The I, I, was, I was on a road trip actually uh, with uh, with Finch and Kate, who have both been on the show before. We were uh, driving to Portland, and we were. This was this had to have been uh, somewhere around like Wairika. Uh, it, I don't think we were actually looking at Mount Shasta. We were. It was no. It was a smaller map. It was like a. It was this hill. A dwarf mountain. Yeah. It, it was. It was snow top. It was. A, it was a mountain with snow on top of it that looked like it had dwarves that would live oh, underneath okay. yeah, there. Yeah. But it. But it looked like yeah. Like but, but for some reason, I, I thought that um, Cocaine Mountain was the perfect name for this mountain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if there were dwarves that lived under there? What if it was a mountain of cocaine? And what would their culture be like? Well, the um, what what's um, the in Dragon Age, uh, the they imply that there are drug-like effects to the stuff that the dwarves mine, right? Right, but the dwarves are immune to it. I thought there were like no, they're they're sick immune dwarves. to the, 
dwarves. No, dwarves are not. No. Yeah, yeah. Dwarves can't be magic users in the in the dragon yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. Because like that's part of the reason they're the, I'm, I'm the miners of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time we've encountered sick uh, dwarves was when they had the blight, but. Well, Humans are, can completely be. Are there dramatics. are there creatures that live in the Larium that are sick from it? Uh, it's been so long since I've played Dragon Age. No, not really. Okay, <sighs> if only Kate were here. There's, mm-hmm. The Red Larium is uh, another whole questionable. Like, it turns out Larium is spoiler, mm-hmm. but uh, no. Okay. Not uh, that I'm aware of. Okay, so perhaps the dwarf culture of Cocaine Mountain is they're the only ones that are immune to the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Just, no. like, just like in Dragon Age. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one way you could go with it, but I, I definitely want to read a story about a bunch of dwarves that are just on coke the whole time. I agree. And wh- like, what is that What is that like? Like, what are, what are their Blowing minds... Blowing their way through the mountains. What are their... Yeah, what do their minds look like? What are the things that they create? Mm-hmm. What is their whole culture? How do any... How does... How does... What is the relationship with the cultures around them. This is a perfect uh, idea for Idea Factory giveaway because I think it's a fantastic premise for a story. This yes. is in the story category. Yes. And I don't think that we know enough cokeheads to really get in that. It's true. In detail and 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 know exactly how cokeheads act to write that story. Exactly. So I, this is an idea for someone else and I think it's a good one. I... Thank you. Yeah. So I, I'm actually very curious as to what this society would look like because I associate Coke with people being assholes. Indeed. That's an effect of the drug. Yes. But that's also an association with it being an expensive drug. Right. Yes. And well, that's true. assholes, rich people being assholes, wanting to buy a bunch of Coke, partly to show that they're rich. Right. Like very 80s kind I, of. So. Yeah, no, I associate Coke mostly with just like uh, a high state of alertness and activity. Like and talking too much, and yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, what? So you, who knows? Who knows? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I think we have time for one more. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a fantastic idea that we should talk about. Uh, although you have it in the story category, this the idea is weaponized dick pics. Yes. The reason I think it's worth talking about is the reason I ever hear about dick pics. It's because they are already weaponized. Yeah. It's true. Um, I don't know if this is the same. I've had a couple of ideas related to dick pics for some reason. Um, it's uh, a fascinating subject. No, it's it's true. Um, Have you seen Rate My Dick Pic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. She's, she does great she's work. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the, yeah. This, okay, so... Uh, it's a story idea. It's a, yeah, no, it's a story idea, and I don't know why. Because the, the here's the problem: is that the the actual the only the so the idea that this well, I had this back in March. Apparently, um, I have no a idea. Relatively what it recent idea. It's a relatively recent idea, but I don't know what this. So I had another idea relating to dick pics, which is that basically, if you are the recipient, it's it's the idea that I had is an. Uh, or like a, just, a, a keyboard that you install. There's um, someone that's related. I'm sorry, the third one down. Um. <laughs> maybe maybe they're tied in. No, no, that, that, yeah, yeah that's some. We'll have to wait for somebody else to stumble right. upon that one. But so, um, so the idea that I had uh, that I think relates to this maybe um, is an app 
that um, if you are the recipient of an unwanted dick pic uh-huh. from a num- you know uh, what you do is you just hit a button and what the app does is it goes out uh, it's got a library somewhere of terrible dick pics and it just sends back five awful dick pics oh that's a great idea to whoever just texted yeah, you yeah, yeah. their dick pic yeah um, and it's, and you don't have to do any work you just hit the button dick um, pic retribution yes yeah. yes dot com yeah. yeah yeah I'm sold. Um, but it's hard to imagine, like, a heist where someone's sticking up a bank and their threat is dick pics. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't well, know why. it doesn't have to be in person. It's, you know, we're, we're going to Just fill, harassment. We're going to fill all your servers with dick pics unless you transfer this, I don't know. Ah. That, you know, I mean, yeah, who knows? Weaponized. Distributed dick pic attack. If, yeah, I mean, look, if somebody out there can think of a way to legitimately weaponize a dick pic... Uh, Distributed denial of dick pics. I don't know. That's just fun to say. <laughs> Try saying it. Then, you know, somebody... I, I think you should just go for it. I mean, clearly, I uh, I, I should have taken better notes. Because <laughs> I'm sure that my dick pic reply app is definitely in there somewhere. As a separate one. As a separate idea. Yeah. In any case, uh, you said that that was my last one, so <gasps> I'm forced to stop. Indeed. Aww. Indeed. Well, you know what? We'll have to have you back on at some point, because yeah. uh, your episodes have been great. Sweet of you to say. Thanks. I, I think it is just true. Do, 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 do. We've now hit the point where we talk about uh, terrible recommendations that, we, uh, that anybody has, and I think Besha has one. I have a terrible recommendation. Another one? Yeah. Um, my terrible recommendation, I didn't, oh, I didn't that's talk right, about that's right. it. Uh, I was talking about it before we started recording. Um, my terrible recommendation is that when you're about to sign a lease uh, on an office um, and you are a professional adult, when they are telling you about the new things that are happening in the building, and we're really excited to have this community of artists and writers, we're even opening a bar downstairs, maybe don't say, oh, our people will be at the bar. You know, I, Rent to us. We're extremely responsible. Did they still let you sign? Well, they'd already made the offer. That's good. You know, I, I think I don't. I, I don't think you should hide who you are. But on the other hand, um, maybe you should. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I should. <laughs> Turned out okay. It did. It's true. It did. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I would like to opt out of terrible recommendations and instead provide another one of my brilliant ideas. Yes, please do. Um, Sadly, the last time I described this to a very intelligent friend of mine, uh, he insisted it was nonsense. I think it's not nonsense at all. But the idea is that toilet paper and sidewalks are both perforated in squares for the same reason, roughly. Um, You could just, like when there's a problem with the sidewalk somewhere, just like jackhammer a bunch of sidewalk uh, and replace it. Or... Uh, you could line up those squares so that when you do the jackhammering, you just go to that line on the squares, and then when you replace it, they look neat, right? Same I thing with toilet paper. That might you be could... true. What do you mean? I think that that might be part of the the whole reason of this... idea. Yeah, the whole. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're the saying it point, is. The you're whole not, point. Yeah, you're the only guessing. reason that those lines are there is so that, yeah. like, when it cracks, it goes in a in a or when the like, line. tree roots get out of control right. and make the sidewalk bulge, like, it, like you only have to take off two squares. Exactly. Yeah. And same deal with toilet paper. You don't need perforations on your toilet paper. I think that like it's not an accessibility concern. Anyone can tear through toilet paper, but and it tears you, off more nice. It's a giant yeah. pain in the ass. Exactly. Exactly. So like if you well. I, 
not literally, yes, but so the, to speak. Uh, <laughs> but the um, so, but if the, if you put in the perforation there, it's neater. People like it better that it's like all square for them. Same same core issue leads us to make both of them in perforated squares. I think that you might be right about that. It's interesting that toilet paper is always in perfect squares. Like, why don't you make it in rectangles? That'd be kind of fun. Just a cultural thing. Wow. Yeah. I would actually love to know why the toilet paper that you find in public restrooms comes in narrower strips than the kind that you get at home. And, and it's almost never perforated. Yeah, and it's almost never yeah. perforated. It's like, what is happening there? I think it's like... Cost. Yeah, going to be like five cents less per roll. Ah. Uh, but Not even that. Economies of industrial scale. Case, yeah, probably. five cents less per case. That makes sense. Well... Now that we've had this revelation, I believe it's time to call this episode good. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, I guess in that order or not in that order. I think you subscribe, subscribe first and then you have to rate it. And if you want to, you can review it. But please do that uh, or just tell a friend about how awesome we are. Um, I can be found online at uh, Twitter. Uh, I am at Ferocious J, the word Ferocious, the letter J. And Besha, B-E-S-H-A on Twitter. Um, and I'm uh, B S as in Sam, D, D as in David, as in David, F as in Frank, M as in Macy's, <laughs> B S D F M, perfection on Twitter. This has been another episode of Idea Factory Giveaway, and remember, if you've heard an idea that you like, just go for it. All I would like is credit and a cut. Thank you, and good night. Do-do. Do-do.